Hi, I'm Rebecca Sparrow and welcome to Team Girls in 10, powered by Suncorp and their Team Girls Initiative, which is all around creating a nation of confident girls. I'm working with Suncorp to bring you this series where I'll discuss some of the things currently influencing teenage girls and their confidence and what you can do about it as parent and family to support them and build their confidence. Now, today's episode is one of my favourite topics, social media. All right, so here's the thing. I am on social media all of the time. It's part of what I do as an author. I have about three or four social media accounts. I'm also paid to operate other people's social media accounts for them. So today I'm not going to be talking to you about advising you not to be online or not to be on social media. The key is how can all of us, parents and kids, have a more positive experience online? That's the key. First off, let's think about the fact that what I want you to do is hold off until your child is at least 13 before they open a social media account. Now, the reason for that, number one, is that for the majority of platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you are meant to be 13 before you open an account. So that's uh, the rules of those platforms is that they want users to be age 13 or above. Now, why is it a good idea for you to wait? I guess the thing is that I feel like that before you are 13, and for some kids even after you're 13, you're not really emotionally mature enough to be able to handle life online and to make those judgment calls. So, for example, if you took... Uh, your 10-year-old and drop them into the worst part of town at 5pm on a Friday night and said to them, good luck getting home, sweetheart. Would some 10-year-olds be able to get their way home safely? Probably. But would the majority of 10-year-olds probably make a bad judgment call? Absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about. I don't think kids under the age of 13 have the maturity and understanding of the consequences of what they do online. So I would want you to hold off if you can and listen to this research. Suncorp recently did some research with teenage girls and here's what they found out. 74% of them are on Facebook, 71% are on Snapchat and 68% are on Instagram. So those are the three top social media platforms. But listen to this, over 50% of girls sometimes wish that social media wasn't around and they compare themselves to others on social media. Okay, so what we know and what all of the research tells us is that, and we know this as um, adults ourselves, is that social media can help you feel like you're in the loop and social media is great for curing boredom, right? But does social media actually make any of us feel better after you've logged on? No, it doesn't. Okay, so think about that as well, which brings me to my next point of how to have a more positive experience online is that I want you to protect your headspace. Again, this goes for adults as well as for kids who are online. So think about who you are following because what I want you to do is when you log on, I want you to feel uplifted and inspired. I don't want you to feel uh, depressed and feel like you're not good enough and all of that kind of thing. So have a look at who you are following. Okay, so what I'd want you to do with, you know, sit down with your daughter and have a look at who's in her feed. So curate her social media feed. So is she following people like actress Emma Watson, um, athletes like Taria Pitt, 
authors like J.K. Rowling. Um, there's organisations like Orange Sky Laundry. Um, John Green, the author of The Fault in Our Stars. Another great site, Amy Poehler's Smart Girls. I found a great Australian artist the other day who's so interesting called Dawn Tan. There's loads of interesting, inspiring, uplifting people that you can follow on social media. And that is this is one of the benefits of social media is that it allows you to have more of a direct connection and communication, I guess, with people that you admire. So that's one of the positive things about it. And again, don't be afraid to unfollow people who don't make you feel great about yourself. Another point to remember is think about your friendships. Okay, so one of the keys to having a positive online experience is the quality of your friendship group. Okay, so if you have found your tribe, which are those people in life, your friends who get you, who like you for who you are, who want what is best for you, you are going to automatically have a more positive experience online because how our friends behave towards us, offline and online, is absolutely going to dictate our experience. So what I want you to do, and again as parents to role model this, is as fun as as it is to amass friends on social media, is what you want to do is focus and nurture your in-person friendships. Because all of the research on happiness tells us that the biggest driver of happiness is our connections with our authentic friends, our in-person connections with our friends. So being able to hang out with your friends in person and absolutely debrief about what's stressing you in your life, what's upsetting you, sharing um, each other's confidence and sharing those moments, that is going to be the biggest driver of happiness, not the online friendship. So make sure, regardless of the amount of time you spend on social media, that you're making your in-person friendships an absolute priority. And again, remember that the rules that you have, the friendship rules that you have offline, so in real life, have also got to apply online. There's uh, an author and activist called Glennon Doyle Melton, and she said recently, there are not two of you. There's not real world you and online you, okay? There's just one of you. So if you're not kind online, you're not kind. So think about your behavior online and the I guess the legacy that you're leaving behind of how you behave towards other people another important way to have a more positive experience is before you go online next time you go online sit down and think really clearly about what your values are and what you stand for because that is going to be called into question every single time you're online particularly on social media your values are going to be called into question Okay, so you've got to think, how am I going to respond if I get tagged into something that I find offensive or is mean or cruel? How are you going to respond to that? So have a think about what you stand for and and, um, come up with strategies of how you're going to handle situations when you're involved in a conversation or a post that doesn't fit with your values. Okay, so what are some key practical things that you can do at home tonight with regards to social media? Let's go through them. So number one, absolute must. Devices need to be charged at night in a central location. Okay, and the Wi-Fi needs to be switched off. 
because we know that technology, social media, the internet is having a huge impact on all of our sleep. So we need to make sure that by whatever time is appropriate, 9pm or something like that, it's switched off and we switch off from that uh, online world, so to speak, so we can actually get some sleep ourselves. Make sure you have in your family some tech-free hours on the weekend. Maybe you have a rule that every Sunday there is no devices on a Sunday, or maybe it's just a Sunday morning. Maybe you do a family activity on the weekend where it's absolutely impossible for you or your kids to have a device in your hand. So whether you go bike riding or rock climbing or whatever, going for a walk, something like that, go for a bike ride, something like that, that it's impossible. So you are having that time away from devices. Again, an earlier point that I made, but sit down with your daughter and go through her social media feed to see who she's following. So you make sure she's following some great role models who are inspiring and amazing and hilarious and that will make her feel good about the world so she's getting those messages about feeling good about herself and what she's capable of achieving and again if you want to sit down there's lots of great examples of social media contracts online the Australian Federal Police have a brilliant website called Think You Know and they have um, examples of social media contracts and internet contracts on there but what I would say to you is that do the social media contract together. So you'll have rules about what your kids can post and how many hours they can spend online, but maybe they also want to have a say and they might say to you, I don't want you posting photos of me anymore without asking me first. So it's a bit of a two-way street, I think, with... um, with families making rules together. Okay, that's it for this episode of Team Girls in 10. Subscribe to the Team Girls website at www.suncorp.com.au slash teamgirls for more information. Don't forget to hashtag Team Girls and tag Suncorp in your Team Girls posts. Thanks for listening to Team Girls in 10, powered by Suncorp and their Team Girls initiative.